Westplex 107.1. Yes, I like that song. Selena Gomez. You ever seen the video for that, Shelly? I haven't. Oh, you know, I'm going to give you a list of must-view <laughs> videos. Videos I yes. need to put in my repertoire. You know, that is, a, first off, you know, let's let's set, it, set the table here. You know I'm somewhat ADD. And to me, uh, this movie that was out at the theaters and now on Netflix, The Irishman, which is uh-huh. three hours and thirty minutes with no it's like gone with the wind <laughs> with no intermission. I'm going like I don't think I can handle that movie unless it was really 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 good and you know kept your attention. Anyway, uh, back to uh, Selena Gomez. Uh, that is like a mini movie, but what's sort of cool about it is, and I know if you've, if, there's some people out there have seen the video, they're going like, well, we know why he likes the video, because she's prancing around in her underwear. She breaks into a guy's house. At least that's what you think happens. And she's prancing around in a guy's house. She's like a stalker kind of gal. But then at the, if you watch it to the very end, there's a big twist. The very last five seconds of it, because then you go like, okay. So what I thought through the entire movie wasn't, or the entire video wasn't correct. So anyway, if you get a chance to watch it, it's really good. Now, why would I need to watch it when I got that rendition? Well, you, you'd have to see it. It's, You're such a good storyteller, Brad. I'm good. No, no, no. I no, understand no, no. It, it. You, you, the nuances of it is is that it's it's very well done. I mean, it's it's you know what's interesting to me. There's a lot of guys who are producing videos that ultimately go on to producing movies. Because, you know, I mean, I mean, the good videos, the ones that, I mean, not the really crappy videos out there, but the really well done, you know, nicely shot, you know, great technical quality, um, you know, very well directed, you know, and, and, and think about it. You and I specialize in doing commercials that are 15, 30, 60 seconds long. A lot of times people go, oh, how tough is it to do 30 seconds? It's not easy sometimes. You know what I'm saying? It's not easy. Sometimes 30 <laughs> seconds is a is is a is a way is a way and and sometimes 30 well, seconds is the problem, right right next to you. The problem is when you don't have a, a you know a time frame, you know, you can say, "Well, you know, I'll talk for a minute and a half and explain what my problem." No, it's not the way our business works. Well, you can't talk for a minute and a half. We'll just charge you more. But, you know, yeah. for for the most part, it's 30, 60, 15s, 10s, things like that. Hey, good morning to you. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing fine. You know what? I did you see that thing I sent you the other day about the uh, Gary uh, what, Gary the the guy about air checking? I did. I I've only read part of it, uh, but yes, I did. Not supposed to say good morning. And and you know what else he said? You know what? Oh, you're not going to like this. He said the two words that should this is a guy who is a professional radio guy who essentially critiques radio stations and he said the thing you never should say on the air what's that no it's it's hump day wednesday's hump day well <laughs> he says and, and <laughs> he guess, clearly wouldn't like our radio and, our radio show then would he and guess what today is <laughs> it's hump day hump day yeah. yeah yeah he says never say that he says it's worn out it's tired people get you know it's it's like old fashioned and people go oh hump day why don't stop why don't they stop talking about stuff like that hump day there's a lot of things we should stop talking about but we don't what, like what what what, what? What, what you, you know exactly what, so I'm not even going to go there. What are you talking about? So basically, you're saying if this gentleman gave me an air check, 
I would be crushed by the time I walked out of his office. Well, what what and for those of people who don't know what we're talking about, an air check session is like especially like a music disc jockey. What you do is and typically the the in the old days we actually had uh, you know recorders that were hooked up to the microphone switch so that when you turned on the microphone the recorder started and you talked. So in other words, if you were a radio DJ playing music, you know, the music would play and the recorder would not be recording. So, but when you turned on the microphone, the talk, the recorder would come on. And when you finished the earlier break and you went back into music commercials, the microphone would go off and the recorder would stop. So it was what's called when you got done with your show, that was what's called a telescoped air check. So in other words, it was recorded off of air. It was actually you on the air, but it was only you talking, you know, uh, between songs, coming out of songs into commercials and things like that. And in the old days, you know, and that's what he was talking about, that program directors, you'd get off the air. And, man, you know, we all, we had guys that uh, we had, pro, uh, you know, program directors, our bosses who just would, you know, we'd sit in the office and he would go over it break by break. And, I mean, there was nothing you did right. I mean, you'd, you'd come out of those sessions like, okay, did I do anything right on the air yesterday? Sometimes they'd do it the day after. Sometimes they'd do it right after you got off the air. But the idea being is the program director was sort of a coach. And, you know, I'm, a, I'm, I'm, a, I'm big on coaches to the idea that, that they, coaches help people uh, because you can't realize from the inside what's going on from the outside, if that makes sense. In other words, a good football coach, a good, you know, athletic coach is going to see things you know, he's going to look at you if you're a pitcher or a batter or whatever you are, and he's going to look at things and say, okay, you know, you're doing this with this well, but, you know, your foot shouldn't go here. It should go here. You know what I mean? That kind of a thing. Yeah, I do. And, and I do. Anyway, one of the thing, and he's saying, the article I sent Shelly was, he's saying that that's a lost art in the radio business, that program directors need to sit down and air check their talent. And essentially, he gave a list of all the things that you shouldn't do. And one of the interesting thing was, I, I, this goes sort of counterintuitive. He said, you don't, you, you can never give the time enough. Now, what's interesting about that is when you think about that, it's like everybody's got a phone. Okay, but perfect example, a lot of times, if I've got the radio on, and I don't have my phone with me. Let's say I'm in my office and I got my phone sitting on the desk and I'm across the room and I'm listening to, a, you know, not our station, but another radio station. I mean, I'll say like, you know, the, I'll listen to the, you know, the announcer, or the DJ say the time. Oh, OK, I got 20 minutes left. You know what I mean? Yeah, I just say, Alexa, what time is it? Yeah, well, that's been <laughs> 6.15 is the time right now. Matter of fact, it's 6.15 and 57, 58. 59. Now it's 616 right now. So that you know the exact time. Uh, we are BS in the morning. She's Brad. I'm Shelly. Our website is bsinthemorning.show. Uh, the station website is westplex1071.com. Shelly's site is, you know what? I got to get you a, 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 a you know, I got bradbs.com. I got to get, get a site for you. Bradbs.com is our oh, podcast site. I only know what it will say. So I need, <laughs> I need to be able to say yes or no. You want prior approval? That's, yes. That's no fun. Uh, it's 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 smart. No, 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 no. Here's here's the situation. The situation should be that no matter what I come up with, and I say, "Hey, Shelly, I got you a, a, a you know a customized website," and you're going to say, Absolutely "I believe that." Not. No, you're going to say, "I believe that." And you're going to say, is that a good idea? Is that that you like that web, adre web address? I believe that. And do you, you know, have confidence in that? I believe that. That's what Shelly's going to say. Okay. There are so many other things that you could pick apart from my, from my chatting and use that. The um, good stuff. Um, 
That's um, not one of them, Brad. <laughs> and Jeff is probably rolling his eyes. No, they're I, probably I, sunken I, back into I, his head. I think Jeff's given up on us. That's what I think. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't listen anymore. He's going like, "Oh my God, they're beyond help." Okay, six seventeen. We'll be back. Plex one hundred seven. That's what I just said. She's always chiming in, Karen. The just voice like lady. a woman, always interrupting you. <laughs> no, they never let you talk. I don't mind that. I have no problem. with I that. I don't understand that. <laughs> Now you're going to give me a dose of my own medicine, right? <laughs> you're going to go after me like that. No, I don't have a problem with that. You know, I, I you know, I, you know, you know, my motto: whatever man can do, woman can do better. Yes, and that is true. It's a Mars Venus kind of thing. And I, I, hey, I, I have a question for you. I'm Remember s- yesterday sorry, I'm not you the answer. when you said that um, Holly, Hollywood, well, Riverport is giving away or not giving away, but allowing you to purchase for $199, kind of like a package for the year. Like a season pass, like for the uh, lawn, yes. lawn ticket. Yeah, season lawn ticket. Do you know if that's transferable? What do you mean transferable? Like you buy as a gift? Meaning like I, I put my name in to go to Five Finger Death Punch and I can't go that night. Can I give my ticket to someone? First off, why would you want to go to Five Finger Death Punch? I happen to like them. <laughs> Are you a metalhead? Well, you know, I'm a lot of layers. That's what it is. You know, it's interesting uh, because I heard somebody, God, what station was I listening to? And they were giving the top 10 uh, earners, uh, you know, recording stars, uh, uh, how much money they've made. uh, I believe it was so far in 2019. And I think number one was, of course, you know who that is. I don't. T-Swift. As my son would call her, T Swift, Taylor Swift. Oh, really? Yeah, and and, and she they, changed her hair. Well, she does all the time. A- anyway, they they I'm sorry. They ran down the top ten, and you know who number ten was? Five Finger Death Punch. Metallica. <laughs> I believe that. Who, who I don't think. I do believe that they are making a resurgence as his well, kiss. Well, they've never gone away because there's you know, the metalheads have always loved Metallica, you know, and I don't I don't know if they've had any new albums out, um, you know. But yeah, I don't but, think but, that but they any, have anyway, either. But it, it they, was um, it was sort of surprising to me that it's gener- they're generational. Well, I, no, they're 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 beyond generational because there's a whole new you know group of. Of you know, like you know, eighteen to thirty-four year olds, or even younger than that, that get into uh, Metallica. Um, That's what I mean by generational. They've they're increasing on their generations. Uh, okay, I I have the uh, the answer to your question from the authority from the woman Agnes who knows everything. She Agnes, says you're so good. She says they are not transferable. There's a name on a ticket, nor can you sell after you buy. So I guess if there's the name, remember we talked about it yesterday. It's apparently it's like a it's a laminated thing, like you know, like 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 an all access oh, okay. pass, like, like a, back pass, like a season pass badge yeah, that I, you wear I, around your neck. Yeah, and I don't know if you have to like you know I you know I used to have season Seasons tickets, uh, seasons passes, Six Flags for years and years and years, and it was like a driver's license where they actually took your picture. So, and I don't know if it's the yeah, same kind of deal uh, where uh, where they take your picture, and or maybe if they don't have your picture on your pass, you'd at least have to show some kind of ID that that's you. But yes, so if you buy it, you have to use it, and you can't let me use it. You can't let me sneak into Brad Paisley. You know, Brad Paisley was he at Riverport last year? I can't remember. I don't know. You know, I, I, I it's funny. I've seen him. Oh, I don't know how many times. And I go out there, and I always go by myself. Am I a loser or what? <laughs> you go to. Um, it, it reminds no. it reminds me of. Hey, next break, I'll tell you the story about the nice restaurant 
years ago when I was on in California, in actually in in not just California, but I was in San Diego and I was in La Jolla. And if you know anything about La Jolla, La Jolla is like sort of like the Ladue of San Diego. And there's this nice restaurant there that has a beautiful view out in the ocean. And I will tell you my escapade uh, with, um, you know, and once again, being, shall I put it, the D word, discriminated against. Okay? Okay. You talking into your uh, your vape again? No, I'm not. I'm actually don't. I, I was looking something up about um, um, the uh, Hollywood Amphitheater. So Agnes, the, the Wonder Woman said she knows um, everything you can get for if you're a t-mobile customer you can get a pass for 199 plus they throw in a, a free ga parking fast lane entry to all events free lawn chair rental and you can buy up to eight yes metallica is so good metallica's last album was in 2016 their first album what what year do you think their first album came out take a guess uh well i would say in the 80s 83. Can you believe that? Yeah, yeah. That's that's the year <laughs> my babes was born. Eighty three. And I mean, you know, what, I, I well, we'll talk about that later. My my youngest son, who just every time I get in the car, I get in his car because from time to time he has some issues and he wants me to drive it. Hey, I don't know what's going on with my car, and I'll go over and drive his car. And I always get in. And I always love to hear what station he's listening to, and it's always like some, you know, it's like Clue, classic rock, or you know, I don't know, like. Okay, he's 25 years old. You know, this stuff was 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 was. You know, some of these bands were were you know had come and Came gone. Came to fruition when you were. Well, I mean, some of the bands you know were were not bands anymore by the time he was born. You know, they come and gone. You know, like the Doors and things like that. You know, they you know they were they were they were long gone before he was even you know on this planet. Anyway, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back. It is 6.30. Westplex 107.1. I can never get tired of that song. Good up-tempo song. You know, it puts you in a good mood. At least it does for me. How about you, Shelly? It does. I'm, I'm in such a good mood now. Okay. Your great mood. So, you know what that is. got to remember to keep plugging Salvation Army, the bell ringers. You know, just like yes, the retail people. They've got six days left. Uh, six days less this year because of uh, Thanksgiving falling so late. Once again, if you're out and about and you hear the bell, uh, our favorite place we like the bell ringers at is Schnooks, but they are like in a lot of different places. Uh, some of the big box places, they're at Wally World, they're at Deerberg's. Uh, if you hear the bell, put some money in the kettle. Most of the kettles now have a sign on them where you can pull a QR code or uh, use your Google app or whatever the heck you have, and uh, you can send some money to them electronically. Even though you send it to them electronically, it still stays in the area. They know where it came from, um, you know, because of, uh, uh, and I believe the way it's set up is each one of, excuse me, each one of the uh, QR codes is a little bit different. So they know exactly which kettle it came from. Um, And, uh, you know, once again, good old folding money are good old uh, coins. They don't care. You know, every year somebody puts like a gold piece into the kettle somewhere, which is always sort of cool. Is the mayor's challenge this weekend? Yes, we'll talk about that. I'll tell you what, we'll talk about that next hour. Uh, in St. Charles County, the mayors will be battling it out for the coveted award of which municipality in St. Charles County can raise the most money on a Saturday, and uh, we will talk about that next hour. Uh, I was going to mention my discrimination thing. Years ago, I went to uh, San Diego, and I was by myself, and uh, there was this restaurant that I'd heard rave reviews about, so I show up, and it wasn't even a Friday or Saturday night. I think it was like a... 
Thursday or something like that, weeknight, Wednesday, Thursday night. And the you know, place was busy but not packed, and there was a short waiting line. I walked up to the you know, receptionist, and I said, you know, give her my name, you know, party one. And I sit there, and I sit there, and I sit there, and there's people that come in and, you know, and sit there for a couple minutes. They thought and you get were a waiting table. for someone else. Oh, no, 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 no. And I went up to the lady, and I said, uh, you know, pardon me, but I've been here for a while, and I know there's other people have come in, and there's no more waiting line, and I still don't have a table. Oh, we'll, we'll get to you. We'll get to you. And I sat there for like another 20, 30 minutes, and finally, one of the waiters came by and like gave me the wink and walked up to me and said, they're never going to seat you. And I went, what? He says, they're never going to seat you. They don't seat singles. I go, Really? And he goes, yeah. He says, he says, I think it sucks, but they're not going to seat you, so you might as well go somewhere else. <laughs> and I went up to the receptionist one more time. Is my table? Oh, it'll be ready in just a few minutes. Sat there for another ten minutes. Five. Okay, I get the hint, and I left. You know, that's really sad. I, well, you know, because I, I get. And and now, what place was this, and where? It's called the Chart House, and uh, you know, I don't know if there's still. It's it's like a there's I think there's there's a it's like a chain. Um, and this one sits, if you know what La Jolla is, La Jolla is, is in, in St. Louis, North County is not so great. In San Diego, North County is where it's at. North County is, is uh, you know, the place where, uh, you know, La Jolla is. And it's this beautiful area, uh, sort of some, uh, you know, has some, uh, you know, rocky bluffs. And this is like downtown La Jolla. And it sits up in this bluff. And the rooms look out. Uh, the dining room looks out on the Pacific Ocean. Beautiful view, you know. And, uh, yeah. But I've, I've been told, I've told that story to restaurant people. And I've been told by a couple of people that uh, they, they, they don't like single they don't put people, and that a lot of times they'll say, uh, and I've had this happen to me because I, I eat by myself a lot. When there's extra, extra tables and they're all empty, and they say well, the wait will be thirty minutes. You, you know, I, I had this happen to me. It's funny you should that mention just that. I had me. that happen to me like got two three weeks ago by myself. Went to eat dinner one night, and I go in this place, and. I won't give it away, but normally, you know, it's seat yourself. But this night, it was, like, busy, so they had a lady up front. And the new thing is, uh, will you give your cell phone number? Have you had this yet? No. Oh, yeah, yeah, you give your cell phone number. Uh, there's several places doing this now where uh, what you do is you say uh, you know, cell phone number, and then they, they put it into a system. Yelp has a system like this, and there's a couple others. And it texts you, and it says, hey, thanks for, you know, you know getting on our wait list here at XYZ Restaurant. You know, we, you know we'll, we'll be with you. Hopefully, we'll have your table, table for you shortly. And uh, then, uh, you, know, uh, it, you know, when your table comes up, you'll get a text message, and it'll say, like, hey, your table's ready. If you'd still like the table, you know, come on up to the reception area. And if you've left already, we're sorry, but, you know, hit two to just to inform us that you don't need norm, normally need the table. You haven't had that done yet? No. Yeah, it's sort of cool. Where do they do that out here in St. Charles? Uh, Nowhere. Oh, yeah. Well, I can give you a place where it was because it was St. Charles, but I'm not going to give them publicity. Where was because, it located Because it ticked me off because the gal, once again, I was by myself, and the gal says to me, she says, why don't you go to the bar? And I go, no, I'd rather have a table. And she says, well, we're very busy. And I go, I realize that. And But the thing was, I, 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 you know, she was, what was funny is I was standing at, you know, at the front table or the front reception area. And when she said, why don't you take a seat at the bar? I said, turn around and look. I've already walked around the bar twice. There ain't no places at the bar. Matter of fact, there's some people who are double parked. And some people had actually taken like 
you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, stools from some of the high top tables, and they were actually sitting like too deep at the bar. You know, she says, "Okay, we'll put you on the list," and you know what? She took me off the list because why? Because seats opened up at the bar? No. No, she, I mean, you know, she put me on the list. I got the text, but then I never got another text, you know, and then, you know, and I, you know, I went back and then like, like, you know, the next day I get a text. It was like, it's like, sorry, we weren't able to, you know, seat you last night. You know, I'm like, what the heck was this? You know, <laughs> it was like, yeah, yeah. But yeah, there, there's several restaurants that do that now with the cell phones. I, I, I actually wouldn't give my cell phone number. Really? Yeah. I, well, you know what? I got in trouble one night. I went to a restaurant like that, and the lady said, can I have your cell phone number? And I go, yeah, it's 911. And what'd she say? <laughs> she didn't find it funny. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's like whenever I buy something. <laughs> well, you could have been an undercover cop. Yeah, but I wouldn't. If I were an undercover cop, I wouldn't tell my cell phone number was 911. You never know. Uh, no, nah, I wouldn't. Wouldn't do that. Wouldn't do that. No. Uh, anyway, so but 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 there are restaurants that, like I said, that frown upon seating you at you know single as a table because their philosophy is, you know, they're making so much money per seat, you know, and you know if you get two people at a table and not and not only that, if you have two people at a table, they're going to eat more than one person at a table. I mean, obviously they're going to, but it's going to be not twice as much, sometimes three times as much because if you got two people, they're going to you know they're going to talk and I mean might you know order a couple more you know glasses of wine or you know or a drink or something like that Some more free iced tea yeah or you know or you know but me you know i get in there i eat and i leave which is what most single people do that's yeah. what i'm saying well you know once again you know i mean i don't understand it well i think it's rude talk to people in a restaurant business you know if you've known people in a restaurant business they'll tell you all sorts yes, of you know, stuff do. like that you know hey we're gonna take a break at 6 45 westplex 107.1 guess it's really never over that's what people are saying when they keep listening to this show is it over yet oh she just sneaked. that is not true people <laughs> love our show they actually say we're very funny yeah all all two people yeah your dog and well you know yeah my dog thinks we're hilarious but um you you know that there's more than two people because people are really globbing onto our podcast aren't they oh my god we've had we've had tens of tens people listen to our podcast well i think that's really good for only having it on what two weeks yeah something like that i think we're in the week three or something like that and, and by it's the, not like we're even promoting it except for during our time frame by the way if you want to take a listen to the podcast you can go there directly by going to bradbs.com yeah and this bs is uh, this is bs in the morning uh you can check it out at bs in the morning dot show had somebody the other day go dot show who ever heard of dot show there's tons of those uh tlds now they're all over the place you know dot dentist dot coffee all those kind of things so get used to it you know what i'm saying we still have problems with our email addresses because we'll tell people you know like you know, my email address is brad at kslq.co and people always want to stick an m on it I go no it's dot and one guy told you i do that all the time now one guy said to me i had a client that had the same problem he says he would tell people hey we couldn't afford the m so i tell that people yeah it's brad you know brad at kslq.co couldn't afford the m and people oh that's funny i remember that right yeah, but yet they still put .com when they email us. I know. It's force of habit. Hey, what do you think? We now have a president. I know, you know, I don't know how this is going. And I'll be honest with you. Are you into, like, this impeachment overload stuff? I mean, it's to the point where... Well, it, I'm pretty tired of it, but let uh, me tell you what's happened. So last night, um, when we got the mail, my husband was nominated to be on this 
uh, from the Republican National Committee. Is that what it's called? Yeah. The okay. RNC. To yes. be on this super, uh, what's the word, when, when they take survey. And it's all geared towards Trump. And, of course, it's a it's a um, a letter that they want people to give five, twenty five, fifty, a hundred, a thousand, you know, to help uh, keep Trump in office. Yeah. So but yet they sent out the survey that was like three pages, hard card stock. And it had some pretty, uh, pretty private questions on it. Oh, about about your husband. Yeah. Uh, well, I wouldn't. Would you fill that out? No. I mean, it, it wasn't from the government. It was like from some organization, right? Some pro-Trump organization or maybe an anti-Trump organization. It was from the Republican National. Well, here's as, as with all layers of government. OK, this is the difference between government and private sector. OK, if somebody comes to us and says, hey, why don't you do this on your radio station? We think this would be a good idea. You and I look at each other and go, okay, fine. Or we say, no, nah, we don't want to do that. But in government, well, we have to take it to the committee, and then we have to take it to the committee that has the committee, and then we have to run it by the board, and then we have to uh, read it twice in a public hearing. We have to wait two months, and we have to file it, and then we have to unfile it, and six months from now, we'll give you an answer. That's pretty much the way it works. <laughs> I mean, what, what, the other day when I listened to, was it Monday, when I listened to the hearings again, I'm going like, okay, how many times do they have to say the same thing? He talked on the phone. He made, you know, prid, quid, prid, whatever, quid, quid pro quo, quo. He did this. He did that. He said this. He said that. You know, he did this. He did that. And then when they officially announced this yesterday, the two things, it's like one of them was that he, uh, what, uh, that he. Combed his hair to the right and to the left. <laughs> no, that he. And once again, I don't want people out there to think, well, you're just saying because it's Trump. I don't care if it were Obama or Biden, the president, or Hillary Clinton. It's like, get on with it. You know, yeah. we send it's, these people to. Okay, this is a deterrent from something that bigger that's going on, which it usually is. And so we're sitting there focusing on the impeachment, but yet there's something really huge going on somewhere else yeah, but, that but, they don't want us to, to take notice of. Go back At least that's to, what I think. Go back to, to the Clinton years and any time any controversy came up, and maybe this is where the, the, the Trump people are screwing up, any time any controversy came up, the response was, Hey, it's all about you know, it's all all about the economy. It's the economy, stupid. Okay, so because back when Clinton was president from uh, 92 to like 2000, except for the end of his presidency when the dot com uh, balloon burst. But that was a whole other story. But anyway, uh, it, it, the, there were good economic years. But yet you look at the stock market. I think when Trump took office, I have to look at this. When Trump took office, I think the stock market was under 20,000. It's like it's like over twenty eight thousand now, and if you got like an IRA or a four hundred one k, or you just got you know you just have uh, you know money invested in the market, unless you've got some stocks that aren't doing very well, if you've got like a an index fund or something like that, I mean you're making money, you know. I mean, and they came out the other day with the employment you know numbers lowest ever. They they slice and dice those numbers lowest ever for. Uh, 
you know, black teenagers, lowest ever for Latinos, lowest ever for blacks, lowest ever for this. You know, I think the other day there was one of them. There was like historic 50-year low that the unemployment. Talk to anybody. You and I do this on a daily basis. Talk to business people. What they do they tell you? They can't find people to hire. You know, I that's mean, true. Caleb it has been a and in services. Yeah, Caleb. In, yeah, perfect um, example. Caleb. You know, physical services right. like auto body or oh. electrical oh, man. or you know, what are those? HVAC. Called? You know the uh, you know all yes. those all those. Yes. Yeah. The, they can't the right. They can't find people to hire. Even to the point where some of them, I know that a couple of the HVAC guys, I've seen their billboards up where they're saying, you know, need a job, we will train you. And the same thing with like uh, Caleb with the stream electrical. They'll put you through, uh, what is that, the IEC out there in Bridgeton? Isn't that where they are? Um, you yes, know, the, it is. The, the, and they're lovely. Right. The, and they will train you to be an electrician. You know, I mean, and, and I was in a meeting. I don't know if I told you this or not. I was in a meeting. Uh, matter of fact, one of my, uh, one of my uh, leads groups, the one you're not in, but one of my leads groups. And there was a guy in there who uh, I think you know who is a carpet guy, flooring guy. And also in our group is an attorney, and the carpet guy said that that he th- says is what's going to happen in the next 10 to 15 years, that the tradespeople will be making more per hour than the attorneys. And the attorneys sort of winced, you know, because of the fact it's supply and demand. You know, I mean, if you want, you know, I mean, there's just so many different crafts. Like and you mentioned, auto body. I mean, that's, that's an art, um, you know, because I've done that in the past. And from time to time, I still have to do it. But that's another story. Uh, but, uh, you know, it, it, but yet it's the, you can't find people who want to do that anymore. And, you know, it's to the point where it's like, okay, you know, we can't all sit you know, in front of our computers and be, you know, be influencers or bloggers or stuff like that. But anyway, by the way, uh, at 720, remind me to tell you this bizarre story about a domain name. Oh, man. You know, computer really? domain name? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it one that you bought? No, 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 no. Thank it's, goodness. It's, it's Galinda will get a, a kick out of this story. Who will? Galinda. You know who Galinda who? is? No. You're not a Wicked fan? A what fan? Wicked. You know, the musical, Wicked? No, I'm not. Uh, if you were if you were a Wicked uh, fan, you'd know who Galinda was. Galinda is the good witch, and she listens to us. I believe that. I do believe that. <laughs> we got to take a break. <laughs> it's 701. <laughs> we're way behind. <laughs> this should be our... Six fifty break, and we're ten minutes behind. Westplex one hundred seven point one. Good morning to you. Seven twelve. It is BS in the morning. I am Brad. She is Shelley. Do I get that right? Um, actually, that is right. But today, I'm Brad, and he's Shelley. Listen to that. Going to be a uh, little bit better day than it was yesterday. Although it's cold right now, it's twenty degrees out there. Uh, we're going to more than double the temperature. Should be forty six. Uh, we will have that meteorologist whose name is. Jennifer Wojcicki. She will be up in a couple minutes with a complete forecast. Okay, uh, BS in the morning uh, dot show is our website if you want to check that out. Okay, I know this is probably not of interest to you and a lot of people, but I thought this was interesting. I heard two Missouri Department of Conversa- uh, Conservation guys on another radio station the other week. Listen to all the other radio stations I listen to. And uh, I've always been confused about this. I'm not I'm not a hunter, but there's always different seasons. They have, like, you know, bow hunting season, and then they have, you know, uh, firearm season, which in the state of Missouri is relatively short. It's usually right before Thanksgiving. But he said they have a new season called what, alternative weapons season or something like that? And it used to be what they call black powder season. 
and what they call muzzle loaders. If you remember the old guns from uh-huh, way back when, uh-huh. you know, Where you, you have to tamp them. Yeah, you t- the way you did was, as a matter of fact, if there's, you ever heard the term keep your powder dry? You ever heard that term before? Yeah, but that usually equates to um, well, not crying. No, no. You know, you know where that's from? Uh, probably from the Civil War. Well, actually before that, the Revolutionary War, because the old guns were muzzle loaders, and the way you did it was they only had one shot, and you, what you did was you put in, you had a horn or some kind of thing that had gunpowder in it, and you put some gunpowder into the barrel, and you, you know, you, you, you loaded, you know, you, you poured it into the barrel. Then you took the ball, which it like was with a bullet, but it was actually a ball. You put that into the barrel, and then you had the ramrod, which took the the ball and pushed it up. You put that in the barrel and pushed it up against the the, the gunpowder, and then you cocked the little, you know, trigger and you fired it, and it, you know, exploded the gunpowder, and the ball came out. Blah blah blah. That's how it worked. Okay. Well, what's interesting is that. They say now alternative weapon season is handguns, and you can you can hunt with a handgun. I think it's alternative methods or, season. Or whatever, alternative methods. I'm thinking to myself because what's interesting is, and I don't you know don't take this the wrong way, but if you get the people who are the anti gunners, especially handguns, they'll go, well, a handgun is 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 not a you know hunting weapon. That's what our that's what our 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 founding fathers wanted. They wanted people to be able to keep their guns so they could hunt and eat. You know, who needs their gun to eat anymore? It's like, okay, some people do catch, you know, kill their own food, you know, that kind of stuff. But I'm thinking to myself, you know, I could be dirty hairy out there in the woods with my 44 Magnum, check, you know, chasing Bambi. What do you think? You think I'd look good like that? So I don't like to, I don't like deer hunting because of Bambi. Yeah. So um, I just try to get them. Uh, knock them off with my car. <laughs> well, <I have> to, <laughs> funny you should mention that because so I have, that way it's a mistake. I have unfortunately killed more deer with my car than uh, there's probably hunters out there who've maybe if you were like a lifelong hunter you've killed more deer. But I at last count and and I am not kidding when I say this at last count uh, I have hit 19 deer. I've only almost hit one and it was like. Uh, an eight-point buck. And the last one... He was um, beautiful. Well, not the last one, but uh, one of the worst ones was I ended up in the hospital over it, where I actually totaled my car and uh, hit the deer. And uh, the crazy thing was, <laughs> I still remember this, they put me on the backboard, pulled, pulled me out of the car. My car was totaled. Uh, it happened at like 5 o'clock in the morning. Um, and as they're putting me into the ambulance, the one paramedic says, hey... You made the the firemen, because this was an area in St. Charles County with volunteer firemen down near Augusta, and this paramedic says to me, you've made those firemen happy. They're loading the deer that I hit into one of the guy's pickup trucks because he was going to go and butcher it because it was still, you know, fresh kill. So, Yeah, did it have uh, horns? I don't know. Or antlers. They're called antlers, antlers, aren't they? Yes. Or is that just reindeer? No, no, no. That, the bucks have that. And that's the whole deal that, I, you know, there's so many point buck. It's, I don't know how they measure that, but that's how, that's the big thing. If you get like a big, you know, like, uh, you know. Like, this was an eight point buck. Oh, well, that's nothing. The one I, the, the, the deer I hit was a 96 point buck. Whatever. Yeah, he was 10 feet tall. <laughs> <laughs> it was probably like a baby, a baby deer. And a- after I and hit you him, just hit it square on. Oh, I told you about that. About I told you about that thing when I like like earlier this year when I was cutting grass at the transmitter site, and I, 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 I hit that baby deer. You didn't tell me about that. Oh, it's terrible. Ran over it with the lawnmower. 
Ew. Yeah. Way to go, Brad. Well, I, had, I hadn't cut the grass for a while. And what was weird is as I'm cutting the grass down there, and I see, I guess it was the doe, the mom, who was like running around. I'm going, okay, I've never seen, I've never seen deer in this field before where the transmitter site is. And I noticed, because the grass was high, like a couple, two, three feet tall, uh, tall in spots. And I noticed that there was some movement going on. But that wasn't unusual down there because I've seen that with rabbits. You know, like the rabbits get in the grass and, you know, you cut the grass and they try to run away from you. And I was going along and clunk, stopped the lawnmower. And I got a big lawnmower, big, you know, big monster lawnmower. And I hit a baby deer, chopped it up. And you felt all bad all day, didn't you? I did. I don't like that. I'm not a hunter. I, I hate that. I mean, whenever, yeah, you know, I know. Even, even though, even though, like when I've hit deer, you know, run out in front of me with my car, I mean, I always feel bad. Sometimes they get up and run away, but, you know, because <laughs> you, know, you stun them, you know. Anyway, we'll talk about more stuff. Uh, next break, I will talk about the domain name that went wrong, okay? And this is a bizarre, weird story. You'll like it. 718. Was this the law of unintended? Westplex 107.1. It is me and she. It is Brad and Shelly in the morning. BS in the morning. Show is the website. 721. Okay, here's the story. And especially Galinda the Good Witch will appreciate this story. Okay, you ready, Shelly? I am. Story's out of Iowa. The guy's name is Rossi Lothario Adams II. Of course name. it is. Rossi, R-O-S-S-I, Lothario, L-O-R-A-T-H-I-O, Adams II, 27 years old. He's uh, on the web, and people know him as Polo, and he is a, uh internet guy, and uh, he has a bunch of different websites, and he does a uh, website uh, called Sta- State Snaps. He started this in 2015 while he was enrolled in student at Iowa State University, and it got to be very popular. Essentially, what State Snaps is, according to what it said on the website, it said uh, the site's content includes video and photos of young adults engaged in crude behavior, drunkenness, and nudity. Okay, And people who followed State Snaps, uh, they were referred to as uh, do-it-for-state so in other words, the idea being was that if you were going to do a video where you were going to get drunk or you're going to get nude or crude behavior or whatever, you would say, hey, I'm doing it for state, okay? Well, he decided after he – and he got millions of followers on his Snapchat and his Instagram pages and things like that. So he decided he's going to put up a website. And keep in mind, this guy's making money at this, um, you know, because he's selling ads and the whole bit. So he decides he wants the domain name doitforstate.com. The only problem is that somebody else had the domain name. And it just so happened that the person who had the domain name, doitforstate.com, lived in Cedar Rapids. So for two years, he kept calling this guy and emailing him and texting him and saying, hey, man, I want to buy that domain name from you. And the guy in Cedar Rapids says, no, sorry, uh, you know, it's not for sale. So Polo, uh, a.k.a. Uh, Rossi Lothario Adams II, gets his cousin and they find out the guy's home address where the guy who owns the domain name lives. They no sh- way. They show up at his house. They put, they put stockings over their face. They break into the guy's house. They, they chase him around the house. They get him, hold him at gunpoint, put a gun to his head, and essentially, and they tase him a few, a few times, and they tell him to go on GoDaddy and transfer the domain to him. 
Okay, is this like a stupid criminal's story? <laughs> well, first off, think about it for a minute. They're wearing ski masks. You know, they're wearing, wearing you know, stocking. panty so stocking masks. all smushed. Right, but the problem is, who is going to break in to your house? And who's, you know, in other words, for two years, this guy's been trying to get the domain name. So who do you think is going to break in and try to hold you hostage until you transfer the domain name? The guy who wants the domain name, right? I mean, it's pretty obvious. So this goes on for hours. They pistol whip him, and ultimately, they shoot him in the leg. No way. A true story. True story. I'm not making this up over a domain name. So the guy that he... So sh- is he going for adventures in jail time? Well, well, here, wait, wait to hear the rest of the story. So this was in 2017, okay? So after he shoots this poor guy in the leg who owns the domain name, they've just invaded his house. They're hun- holding a gun to his head. They're pistol whipping him. They're trying to force him to go on to GoDaddy and transfer the domain name. I mean, it shouldn't be funny because it is funny, but it shouldn't be funny that, you know, here's what's going on. Anyway, after they shoot this poor guy in the leg, he struggles with them and gets the gun away from him and shoots the guy. In other words, shoots one of the this polo guy, shoots him twice in the chest, once in the leg. And the other guy bolts. His cousin split. So anyway, the police come, and he survived the, the attack and the whole bit. Anyway, they're, they're getting him. Uh, he's going to do 14 years in prison, and he's been charged with, uh, what's the official charge he's been for? Aggravated assault? No, he's a, uh, I can't remember. It's something about the fact that uh, he's been charged with some kind of a, uh, uh, it's some kind of a, almost like a cyber criminal kind of thing. Um, I can't remember. I didn't, I saw it here, but I can't remember it. So, but then it comes out that at trial, he claims he's he's broke, so they give him a public defender. But then, after the trial's over, they find out that he's making tens of thousands of dollars a month on his website or his his social media sites. So now he's in more trouble because of the fact that he told he them lied. that he lied and he was destitute. He perjured. And, and they gave him and they gave him a a public defender. Now they're trying to sue him for money. So he's and him and his his cousin are I think his cousin his cousin got yeah his cousin uh, um, uh, uh, got twenty years. God, can you believe it? So why did his cousin get 20 years and he only got 14? I don't know. I mean, you know, sometimes, you know, it could be a plea or something like that. But they, they, I mean, think about that for a minute. I mean, you know, when, you know, you hear all these crazy crimes. When's the last time you heard somebody try to, you know, hold or, or actually hold him hostage so he'll sign over a domain name? You know, I mean, it's like. <laughs> it is a crazy world. And Polo. What were you thinking? What in your little mind, polo mind, thought that that was going to be okay? I guess the thing that I have to think about is, I just hope that Brian Richardson doesn't read that story. Westplex 107.1, it is BS in the Morning. You can check out our website at bsinthemorning.show. I am Shelly. She is Brad. That is how we roll. Good morning to you, Shelly. Good morning. Oh, I'm not supposed to say that. Hey, Brad, how you doing? (laughs) That's right. I get in that habit, too. Uh, Our meteorologist, Jennifer... Wojcicki. We'll be here in a minute to uh, give you the complete forecast. All I can tell you that it's still cold right now, 21 degrees, but we're supposed to get up to 46 today. She'll give you the Are rest we? of the forecast. Yeah, it's good because yeah, yeah. 21 is cold. Yeah, sun's out right now, so it looks nice, 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 nice. Okay, we got to plug this because of the fact that, you know, our Salvation Army people, they're counting on us to help people put people. Yeah, you got your little bell in the. I do, uh, my little baby bell. In, Use them for earrings. In the, uh, in the, uh, uh, the, the Salvation Army, what do you call them? 
I'm sorry, the, the Ket- mayor's challenge? Kettles. I was saying, I was looking, you're supposed to say kettles. Oh, the kettles. Yeah, you're supposed to say kettles. <laughs> Look for the red kettles, everybody. We know they're there. You can hear the bells. Every time a bell rings, an angel gets her wings. And go up there. If you can't, uh, if you don't have any cash, they have this new little thing where you can snap your phone, whether it's an Apple or an Android, you can snap your phone on the little QR code. And even if you don't have that app, you can go ahead and it'll automatically populate. You don't even have to snap. You just have to take your camera, kind of zoom it in on the, um, the di- the, was it a diagram or is it a QR code? I it's know it's QR a QR code, code yeah, but yeah. what would you call that? A QR a code. A diagram? No, it's it's a sheet of paper. It's like a like a it's like a placard that's on on top of the kettle. It's it yeah, should be on most yeah. of the kettles. And you can you can put in any amount you want yeah. to. Yes. You know, um, and so there's no excuse for not having any cash, and um, the be- mayor's bell ringer challenge is this Saturday. That's right, and and um and um, um and um and um. Stop it. <laughs> so the mayors will all be at certain locations throughout their districts. Um, their cities. When, their cities. Yes. Excuse me. Yes. Districts and cities are the same to me, but evidently that's not correct. No, they're not. But they will be out throughout <laughs> their cities, and. Um, when is a district and a city the same? And it's not just the mayors; it's also the just the elected officials. Yes, and and in some of the uh, in some of the areas, I think in St. Peter's, the police will get out there, and if you don't put money in the kettle, you know what? You better be making those those uh, those stops when you get out of the parking lot. Yeah, and don't say I'm kidding. Here's a, here's a little news flash. Don't say, "Do you know who I am?" Because <laughs> yes. they don't like that. that was, but back to Salvation Army. That, you know, was, I have to. They do good work. And I have to say, and I know I talked about this the other day, but I have to say this, that um, my, my Elbiff's daughter that passed away, her daughter has two kids and um, 11 and four, and her daughter's life has just completely turned upside down since her mother passed away. And she didn't have any presents for, for her children. So I called the Salvation Army here with the people that I know, Major Phil Aho and Vicki White. You name dropper you. I'm sorry? I said you name dropper you. I can't help it. I'm very proud of these people. And what they did was um, Major Phil Aho called up to his brethren up in Wisconsin, in uh, Melissa's County, and they've contacted her, and they are going to give her presents for her children for the holidays, Isn't for Christmas. Nice? Salvation Army going above and beyond the call of duty. Uh, ple- again. Please. Again and again. When you're out there, if you hear the bell ring, you know, don't try to dodge and go into the other entrance. Come on. You know, dig in your pocket. Because, you know, you never know. It's sort of like, it's sort of like I've kidded Shelly about this, about the fact that, uh, you know, all through the years, all the, uh, the, the charity be stuff I've done, all the you know fundraisers and things like that and i always say to myself okay i'm raising money for the american cancer society or for um you know special olympics well special olympics is different but cancer society any of the diseases i always think to myself you know maybe i'm helping myself someday you know and i know that sounds weird but you know you gotta you gotta wonder about that kind of stuff you know because the fact that you've recently had a friend of mine pass away from cancer and uh very very sad very very sad and uh, you know cancer is one of those horrendous diseases that i don't know pretty it's pretty horrible well i i hope i live long enough to see a cure for that i mean you know think about it like uh, i'm of the generation that uh you know my my parents had friends that had polio 
and uh, you know polio is pretty much gone. You know, although every once in a while you get these people, the uh, the the people, the anti uh, the, the vaccination non, people, um, yeah, and 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 you see some of these diseases yeah. coming back, like you know, like some of these bizarre ones that have been pretty much been eradicated. So anyway, give money to the Salvation Army. You'll feel better. It'll help them out, and and your life will be much more complete because you can walk away from that and thinking you will that you've helped all those people. And you have a ripple that day. Shelly and her ripples. Hey, we're going to take a break. Uh, we will be back. It is BS in the morning, 744. Westplex 107.1. There's not much that Shelly and I agree on, but that is one thing we do. What a great song that is. Yeah, it is just lovely. Yeah, yeah. Very well done. Uh, both talented people, uh, both young, and I'm extremely jealous of Sean Mendez because he's a millionaire, multimillionaire at like 20 or something like that. He is now. I mean, he started when he was like 16. I remember hearing him on uh, Saturday night uh, open house party. That's gone. Or no, that's you, you don't even know. You don't even know what I'm talking about, do you? Is that the guy that was in Kansas City? No. Was this, he in Kansas City? No, he was in Boston. A guy by the name of John Garabini. He did this show for years and years and years and years, and it was called Open House Party, and he actually had it at his house. He broadcast this party from his house in Boston on Saturday nights for years and years and years and years. And he was a big DJ in the uh, Boston area, and we retired a couple years ago. Just said, I'm done. Didn't want to do it anymore. And he used to have people used to, and get this, he lived, he, I mean, he's got some money. I'm thinking to myself, he's a DJ with money. How that happen anyway he lives in one of these communities where it's it's an it's a it's a um, um an aircraft community where they actually have a runway you know in front of their house you, you ever seen these before i haven't yeah did they complain about the noise there's, i think there's one of them out in st charles county somewhere where uh, it's it's a small private field but what happens is the houses instead of being built around like a you know a, a road they're built around a runway and everybody has a you know small little hangar, and you know they're all aircraft freaks. Anyway, he has huh. he has a house where he has he's had. I mean, this guy's got some bucks. He's got a house where he has a hangar that has a rotating big monstrous uh, hangar where he can rotate his planes. In other words, he's got like if you imagine it's be like sort of like what do you call it, lazy Susan, like in your kitchen where you put yeah, your stuff I in. Can't okay. Think. He's oh my got gosh. he's got like a lazy Susan hangar where he's got four small planes and it's motorized and he says, "Well, I'm going to fly this one today." And he hits a button and the thing turns around and you know, opens the uh, hangar door and out he goes. Anyway, these have this I wish I had that for my clothes. I wish I had that for my underwear. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean, go imagine what that must have Cost. Anyway, he used to have these parties, and and people sometimes some of the stars would fly into his house. They would like charter a small plane and actually land and get out of the plane and go into his house and do the show on Saturday night. But anyway, that's gone. Hey, here's something that I saw, and we can maybe talk about this a little bit this morning. This is sort of a tease for tomorrow. And I saw this, and I thought to myself, okay, this is interesting. There's a lawsuit in Florida over women's rights to enter strip clubs unaccompanied by men. Okay. And I'm thinking okay. to myself, okay, so it, it, it revolves around an Orlando area strip club called Rachel's and two Alabama women who tried to show up at Rachel's and go into the strip club. And they were said, I'm sorry, but we do not allow unaccompanied women into the strip club. Do you know why that is? Uh, jealousy? Well, I guess that's part of it. Anyway, the, the strip club said that the policy required women to be with a man to prevent domestic incidents, prostitution, and distractions of male clients. Now, think about that for a minute. You're in a strip they club. They just don't want the potential <laughs> competition. I guess. I don't know. And I can see the prostitution thing. But anyway, so they took this to court, and the judge sided with the club. 
saying that the county's ordinance was preempted by the state's anti-discrimination laws. In other words, he's essentially saying, yep, it's a private club. If they have a reason that they're not going to allow unaccompanied women in, uh, then, well, so now it's turned into this big legal battle where all these cities are suing to try that overturn because they're saying that that is that sexual discrimination. And if a woman wants to go into a strip club by herself, she should be allowed to go in a strip club by herself. I don't know if I necessarily agree with that. Well, I can remember. Well, you Not know, that it matters, but you can remember when you were covered in glitter and, and sage. <laughs> I tell people all the time, I used to work in sage, and people look at me, they go like, what? And of course, uh, you know, now, what's, most of the time I worked in sage, uh, I, we flew helicopters, because uh, the way the airport is over there, the north part of the airport where the helicopters are is in sage, and the southern part of the airport is in Cahokia. And, uh, you know, you tell people, and, you know, when I was flying traffic, I'd be there, you know, twice a day. I'd fly early, and you know, drive in early in the morning, 5.30 in the morning, be there at the hangar, then fly morning traffic, then go home, actually go to the station, and then come back in the afternoon, fly traffic in the afternoon, and come back through through Sage, through Glitter Gulch down there. But, um, um, you know. Did I'm, you stop in for their famous burgers? No. I, well, you know, I, but then I, I actually, with my lighting company, I worked there for a while. I did stuff for Pops and Platinum Club, which I think is now the Penthouse Club. And, uh, man, I can tell you some stories. <laughs> there is no doubt in my mind. And they're probably best not to be shared on well, the no, station. One of them can be shared on the station. Maybe I'll tell that one tomorrow. Tomorrow, because of the fact that I showed up to, I had, the, I had this lighting business for a while where we did, like, you know, very specialized lighting we got hired for like grand openings and things like that and then i got hired by uh, actually the sage people hired us for quite a bit we did the birthday parties for pops that was when pops was right there by the railroad tracks before it burnt down remember that and then yes they, i do then remember they moved pops it, quite well then they moved it across the parking lot and for a while there had they had a haunted house which we did work for they had a paintball place for a while that we did work for and then they had a couple of the strip clubs that they, we did work for so and they were great people to work with um you know if you know the whole deal with Rich Sage, a lot of people don't like him because of the fact that you know, they say he's a he's a porn master, you know, because he essentially has got all the strip clubs. But man, he he does a lot for the community. I mean, he does. He's, I'm sure he he's, does. He pours tons of money. I mean, into the you community. know, and it's it's kind of like okay, we probably think it's very uh, risque. Yeah. And well, not um, not now that not that the internet's around. I mean, that stuff's that stuff's tame compared to what you I can know, find on the internet now. You know, but you know, it's like anything. You know. Once you do a job, it's a job. Yeah. Well, you know, it's not like you don't see it as a sexual thing. You see it as a job. I will tell you the story tomorrow, and it's something I can tell on the air. And it's actually sort of funny because of the fact that what happened to me, and it was an interesting story. Uh, so that's your Sage story, so I should mark that down well, for remind, tomorrow? Remind me to tell the story about the night. And, and here, here's I'll give you the just like the, the, the short version of it, and I'll tell you the rest of it tomorrow. That um, I show up to, uh, you know, we had a truck that we had these this lights on a whole bit, and normally we, we'd show up for a job. We'd, you know, the, the, we'd find out who the manager was. We were told, you know, we were booked ahead of time, and they said, okay, when you get there, talk to Jim. I can't remember if that was the guy's name or not. And I showed up and asked for Jim, and Jim comes out, and turns out that I went to high school with him. So, you know, we started, Aww, we started so talking about high school. Did. And then I'll tell the rest of the story. So it's a cliffhanger, so... The rest of the story is pretty interesting. So, Aww. <laughs> 
<laughs> or, or I can tell the other story about the night I was almost arrested in East St. Louis. That's an interesting story, too. <laughs> Did you say, do you know who I am? No. <laughs> not, not in East St. Louis. I wouldn't, and it wouldn't matter anyway, because, <laughs> you, know, you know, people, you know, that's, and, and my buddy, Wayman, God, I hope Wayman's still alive. What a crazy guy he was. Wayman Thornton, this cop I worked with when I was a police dispatcher. That's the whole story. He, he bought a bar in, in, in East St. Louis, and I did lighting for their bar. And that was the night I almost got arrested at the bar in East St. Louis. It's a bizarre, weird story. Okay? You don't want to spend a night in the East St. Louis jail. That's all I can tell you. Uh, we got to take did one you? last break. No, Were you no. there? Did you visit it? What? No, 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 no. That's what Wayne. Oh, okay. It's a, like I said. I'll tell you the story tomorrow. Tell uh, me the story tomorrow. It's eight o'clock. We'll be back uh, for our last uh, words right after these messages. That's going to do it for BS in the morning. Uh, you want to check out our website, bsinthemorning.show. Station website is westplex1071.com. Uh, don't forget, uh, if you need some tree work done, Allen's Tree Service. They are kind enough to sponsor both of our studios, and we do appreciate that. And it's always nice to have Shelly wrap up the show by introing you-know-who, um, and, and, and what do I normally say, but on occasion I let Shelly do it, and I say, Shelly, go ahead and uh, give the line. Okay, so um, now it is time, it is 8.02, now it is time for the most important man in St. Charles to step up to the microphone and say, I got hairy legs. <laughs> And those are the times that I just sit there and shake my head at you and think you are a man child. Okay, go ahead and do it. I promise I won't do anything bad. Okay, now it's time for Caleb with Extreme Electrical to step up the microphone and say, I got hairy legs that turn blonde in the sun. Okay, I'm sure that's exactly what he would say. So I'm done talking. Everybody have a great day. It's going to be beautiful outside. A little nippy, but it's going to be beautiful. This is Shell. Peace. And now the most important man in St. Charles County does step up to the microphone and says, Hey, people, your mom called. She says to call Extreme Electrical for your residential, commercial, and industrial needs. Give us a call, 636-925-2988 or on the web at ExtremeElectricalSTL.com. K296HA Washington, RAP Washington. Westplex 1071. It's today's best music for the Westplex. Westplex 1071.